Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. This is episode 114. I'm Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church, And this is Mike Hill. He is our lead pastor. And sitting in between us is Grace Diamond. Yay. This is a special podcast for Yes, me, for you. Because I've known Grace forever. Oh, really? That's true. For a really long like time. Like how long? Like Middle probably like 10-ish years. Like I think I've been coming since like sixth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she's been here, you know, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then Isaac and you were in the same grade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So okay. Yeah, just in some of the same friend groups mm-hmm. and... Yeah. Yep. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but they dated. You did? They dated. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. We did in like eighth grade. Yeah, I'm not wow. sure I'm allowed to bring any of that a stuff really up. really long time ago. I never ago. really thought about it, but yeah. Yeah. They wow. dated. So yeah, mm-hmm. I love Grace and just, yeah, so cool. Like, I don't know what's going on in your life now, but mm-hmm. like all the stuff that was happening with you in middle school mm-hmm. and high school and to where you are today. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's also a special podcast because now we have you, so we've had your whole entire family. That's true. We just got to bring my brother in. Oh, but... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold your brother. He's 19. Is he really? He just turned 19, I think. Wow. Pretty sure. If I'm wrong, then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but... worry. Nobody will. Yeah. He's not listening. Oh, yeah. No, will he listen? I'll make him listen. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Grace, we want to just take an opportunity to get to know you a little bit. So, I got mm-hmm. some questions for you. Ooh. Okay. Favorite movie that you, that you have watched and why? So, give me your favorite movie. Well, a comfort movie for me growing up, I think, was Hairspray. Whoa. Hairspray? I've like never the musical? It's a, yeah, it's a okay. musical. Yeah. And just because you like musicals or what? I guess, I don't really know. I just watched it all the time. Okay. Did you say comfort? Yeah. Okay. Well, like one thing about me is I have to have something playing, either mm. watching or like music or a podcast or something. I cannot sit in silence. So, oh, like, really? whenever I clean my room, I turn on a movie. And for some reason, it was so have always. You ever really seen well, I had, well, yeah, I had, <laughs> right, exactly. I had a TV in my room, and it was like it had a DVD player. That's all you could play. Okay. And so I had like a, just a few DVDs, and Hairspray was one of them. And I just always <laughs> went back to it. I don't know. Yeah, because it's a movie and it's like music, so yeah. you're getting best Perfect. of both worlds. Okay, yeah. Hairspray. I've never heard of Hairspray before. <laughs> well, um, now you have. Last full book that you've read. Have you read a full book? Yes. She loves I, I books. Just, I just have to ask this because lots of people don't even read it. Oh, yeah. right, right. Well, I go through phases. Okay. Um, Last full book I read was... Or series. You know, I don't know if you're into any of the well, series. Well, Colleen Hoover is... Um, she writes, like, romance novels. Okay. So you're into romance novels? Yeah, I like that. And then, like, mysteries and things like that. One book I read was The um, Silent Patient. That was the one that I read most more recently. Okay. That's like um oh what's it called? It's like a mystery, but you can't figure out what's happening the whole time. Okay. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? No, but okay, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> There's a name for that genre. I can't no, think of I don't know. But it was really good. Yeah. And then, so you're mostly fiction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Did you ever read Harry Potter? Recent. No. Okay. Those are too long. It stresses me out. Those are too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are. I, but have you watched so movies? Big. A long time ago. Yeah. I just never the got into it. I think they're really good, but yeah, I haven't read the book. Not compared to the so. books. Well, is it ever? Is huh? does, the, like, does the movie ever? I don't honestly think the movies, I think the movies sometimes lie. Like, yes, they make I up, mean, yeah. So even if it's like you read a true story book mm-hmm. and then they put it out to a movie, I'm like, that, that actually didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it didn't happen. I read the book. <laughs> yeah. I always think that part's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, know, they do it for a show. 
Yeah, maybe. For Tra- dramatization. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so Netflix documentary or not documentary, some Netflix series that you watched, binged watch, anything on Netflix that you binged watch? Um, do you even watch Netflix? Yeah, I don't really have a lot of time to watch TV, but okay. there's times where I do, oh, uh, the beginning of the summer, I had downtime, so I watched Bridgerton. Ooh, that's so and good. I started with Queen Elizabeth, though. Yes. Yes. It was so period good. Period pieces okay. are the best. Mm-hmm. I'm watching period pieces, so period like pieces. way back when. So oh, I'm okay. Peaky Blinders, I just got into. Peaky mm-hmm. Blinders? Peaky Blinders. Yeah, have you heard Blenders? that? Huh? Blinders? Or- Blinders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peaky Blinders. Okay. It's like no. a 1920s in uh, England. There's mm-hmm. a gang, like some notorious gang. It's a true story, of course. Drama yeah. Yeah, happens, but, yeah. but it's so good so far. Okay. I haven't seen that one. Here's the next one. You ready? Favorite childhood memory. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Probably. Um, okay, I mean, it could be middle school. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Um, in the summers, we would always go to my grandma's. Okay. And um, we'd spend, like, weeks at a time, like, Aww. vacation Bible school. We'd always go for a week, and they would, like, blow up inflatable pools and then, like, a water slide thing. At and we would, like, Yeah, and we'd go on bike rides, and we'd play in the pools, and we'd go to vacation Bible school. Wow. Wow. And Where I does she live at? Warren. Okay. Mm-hmm. So much That's fun. Awesome. Yeah, Grandma's think, the best, like, growing yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> grandma's house, it always is. Grandma's uh-huh. house is the best. Always is the best. I have, like, the best memories from my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to way back when. Mm-hmm. It was just fun, like, hanging out with my cousins and my brother because i didn't have my sister at the time she wasn't born yet but yeah (laughs) Yeah. good stuff that's probably my favorite all right so tell us what's going on in your life now what's happening with grace well i'm going to my senior year at ball state good job i know it's so weird to me i'm like very feeling very sentimental can you confirm something for me okay is Ball State truly a party school? <laughs> Not that I, you had to party. Right, right exactly. Just asking the question but, uh, is, around. is I, Ball State a party school? Yeah. Okay. But I yeah. think that from what, from what I've heard, from what I've heard, you don't it was, see it? Well, yeah, you see it. Okay. Um, It was a lot crazier before the pandemic. Oh. And then, okay. I don't know, it's just like not as crazy Weird. anymore. I don't know. That's no. weird. <laughs> it's just funny because you, you hear that uh-huh. you know, all the time. Like you go to Boston. I mean, I think like yeah. a lot of like bigger schools like that, you could just label like party schools mm-hmm. like IU, Ball State, right. like probably those two are probably your top two. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, going into your senior year uh-huh. and you're feeling sad about it? Well, just like not necessarily sad. Like I'm excited to be yeah. done. Like a year from now, I'm going to have a teaching job, which is just really weird to me. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be a teacher? Mm-hmm. And, um, but also sentimental, like I love my roommates that I've lived with the last few years. And so it's just like our last time, like living together. Mm-hmm. And then I got to pay like all my bills and be a for real yeah. adult. And can, can I just add, that's something I would never say in my life. What? Uh, I'm just going to be so sad living with a roommate. Like part of the part of we my know. whole thing about going to college yeah. would be like, who we know you don't want to live with anybody. To live with somebody. <laughs> it's true. But you've loved it. I 
have. I mean, it's been so hard at times. you didn't have any of the horror experiences of like Not really. the crazy roommate? I mean, no. Like we okay. kind of, I mean, we bicker sometimes. I joke around and say that we're like siblings sometimes okay. because we've just, we're around each other all the time. Okay. But yeah, going into my senior year. And so that's probably the biggest thing in my life right now is what just What made you go school. into teaching? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a teacher. Really? Did you really? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything wow. specific like grade or what um, you want to teach? I really like K through two. Okay. <gasps> Um, third grade is probably the oldest I would go. But then once we get fourth and fifth grade, they get attitudes and they're like as tall as me. And so they don't take me serious. But, um, I love the little ones and they're still really excited about learning. And I just like the curriculum and Uh I just like those grade levels. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm really excited about that. I student teach in the spring. Okay. I don't know yet. Okay. Do you think they don't tell you that? Mm-mm, I don't have any say. They can oh, place wow. you up to 90 minutes away from wherever you're living. Wow. Yeah. So I always say if they place me 90 minutes away and in a fifth grade classroom, nobody speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Grace. Yeah, I will not be okay. But yeah, yeah, it's exciting. I love my classes overall. I haven't really had a bad experience. And I love my job. I work at an after school program in Muncie. Okay. And I miss my students. So I'm excited to go back and see them. And yeah. So you're excited to go back to school? Yeah. When does school start? Uh, next Monday is my first wow. day. I move okay. back to Muncie tomorrow. We got okay. a new house this year. Oh. And so I got to really move in there and redo it. Yeah. Are these yeah. the roommates you've had since freshman year? Um, one of them is. Okay. We lived in the dorms together. Um, we went to high school together. Her name's Sydney. And then we met my other two roommates um, just at school. Mm-hmm. Um, my roommate Sierra is from Norwell, from Ossian. So, oh. like, she's been really close. We just didn't meet until we went to school. Yeah. And then my other roommate we met at college. She's mm-hmm. from Crawfordsville. So, we... The one from Crawfordsville is new this year, but mm. we've lived together, me, Sydney, and Sierra, since sophomore year. That's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And what is what do you do for fun around when you're in college? Like, what's something that you guys, like, do all the time that's well, like, this is awesome? Instead of partying <laughs> yeah. at the number one party school. <laughs> one, one thing that we love to do is we just go on drives. And I know that yes. might sound so silly. No, girl. I used to do that all the time. Listen to music and talk. Yes. yes. Driving around, yeah, have nowhere to go, just get in the car and just whoever likes to drive, they can drive. I mean, and there's nothing crazy to look at in Muncie. We no, just, I mean, like, like, you just cruise around the yeah. same route, and then not just... really. We just drive around. Usually, my usually Sydney drives, but like she'll just drive us around and we'll play like our like really like pumped up yep. music, and then we'll switch to like sad music, <laughs> and then we just like go back and forth. Sounds I don't like know. A great car ride. Usually yeah. like if we're bored, we'll just be like, let's go for a drive. Or yeah. like one of us, like if one of us is having like a really bad day, we'll be like, let's go for a drive. And we just like, And I don't you know. put on that sad music and it helps. Huh? <laughs> I love sad music. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Something I, about I, being I on the road. I just never understood that. Yeah, like, I know. For whatever reason, like you put on this depressing music, like I just love this stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It just, so it does make you feel better. It's so I don't depressing. Know, I don't know. Whenever yeah. I'm sad or any feeling really if I'm bored, I just go for a drive. But okay. that's something fun we've always done. And yeah, it'll probably cry on our last drive that we go on yeah. together. Okay. Just because it's like a memory mm-hmm. from college. We love to do that. What would be one thing in college that you learned about yourself? Ooh, Ooh. great question. You know what so I mean? Because there's really like different challenges question. in life where yeah. it's like uh-huh. you get to this place. And I really <gasps> learned this about me mm-hmm. while I was in this place. I think that... Um, it's actually like a bigger part of like my testimony, like more recently, I feel is um, going to college was kind of like a shock in a way, especially mm-hmm. going to Ball State and like a big public school wasn't far away from home, but it's like 
it's definitely different than Huntington. Like I grew up and I was involved in campus life and like all my friends were very like like-minded, especially like in our faiths. Mm -hmm. But then when I went to school, it was all different kinds of people. It was also during the pandemic. It was very lonely. Mm. And I think that Satan really gets to you when you're alone. Yeah. And um, I really struggled like with my anxiety and things like that when during my freshman year especially and um I learned that yeah Satan really gets to you when you're alone and Mm. so I had to find a way to get back to Jesus during that time and so I learned that one thing about me is um I needed to learn that Jesus was my friend Mm. during this time because I felt very lonely and like I had my roommate Sydney and then I met my boyfriend freshman year but like that wasn't every that was just like two people right and it was very lonely and so um I learned that it's important to surround yourself intentionally with those things because when I was in high school it was just always around me Mm -hmm. so then now like going to a public school my goal with going to a public school was one I can't afford private school (laughs) then also I knew that like the rest of my life like real life is like seeking out Jesus and seeking out people who are like-minded and Mm -hmm. things like that and so I learned that I needed to do that and that it wasn't going to just come to me Mm -hmm. but I needed to seek that out and so um yeah I just learned that I needed to be very intentional. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that. a great lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. because I think whether it happens in college or whether everybody gets to a place where their faith is somewhat challenged mm-hmm. because it's out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Like you get in circles of people or circumstances of life or different things come up that just challenge this. And it's not really a facade. It's just mm-hmm. what you grew up with. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what I've always known. And then this challenge, that piece of it. So I think that's mm-hmm. great advice for mm-hmm. people to just intentionally figure out one, you even like you said, I could have two good people around me, but I still need that relationship piece yeah. with Jesus right. because mm-hmm. you can be lonely in the midst of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess it's not really like what I learned about myself, but like what no, Jesus taught great. me about myself mm-hmm. is like it's easy to be easily influenced. It's yeah. easy to, I feel like I can be easily influenced, but I've learned that I have a lot more strength when it comes to that than what I probably thought I did. And then mm-hmm. also like, intentional my boyfriend makes fun of me all the time for saying that word but like that's my like word is yeah. like yeah intentional with people intentional with jesus intentional with myself like okay. that's probably the biggest thing i've learned that's amazing college. you learned that so young too mm-hmm. like that's a lot of wisdom yeah. to figure yeah. that out she's a grown woman okay i know but like <laughs> you know what i mean oh, no, i'm just giving her yeah. time so talk about maybe you don't want to talk about it but let's if you don't just like hey skip this subject <laughs> I'm, oh, no, so no, let's no, talk about up. your boyfriend Okay. I knew you were going to say that. No, I'm like, I'm interested. Like, you met (laughs) in your freshman year, Mm -hmm. right? And you guys are on track to be married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, He's talking about marriage? Oh, for sure. Was that your purpose in dating? Yeah. I mean, actually, at first, it was just very, I didn't really know. I didn't really know him. Yeah. Like, we started out, um, funny story. Oh, I love stories. (laughs) Is um, he posted on his Snapchat that he, like his score that he got on this math test. And I realized 
we had the same math course. And I was like, oh, well, if you need help, I'll help you. Truly, I was just looking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. But sure that's, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. I believe but, you. Um, Randomly some yeah, guy on Snapchat. Of course a man would think that. Well, he Jeez. went to Bluffton, so I knew of him. Oh, okay. He actually tried to date me in high school. I said no. Oh. We really would not have worked if we dated in wow. high school. Yeah. <laughs> we were very different people. And, um... Yeah, so then I ended up, like, tutoring him, like, helping him with math. But then he tricked me in our first uh, tutoring session. (laughs) He was like, do you want to go get Chavas? Because there's a Chavas in Muncie, too. And I was like, like, that's a weird place to do math, but sure. So me being the the nerd I am, I got out of the car with my book bag. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're doing math. He's like, oh, let's just get food first. That's so cute. He knew how to get it done. Yeah, he did. So we... and then he was like after we finally did math he was like do you want to get ice cream and I was like what is going on this is not what I thought this was but yeah yeah, that's how it started and then we've been together ever since but yeah the idea is to get married yeah so what do you think the difference is him in him today than when he was in high school like Mm. what's changed in him that Um, made you attracted to him now well I've always been known as a goody-goody and uh, <laughs> I adopt, I mean, anybody who knows Grace Diamond in high school, like people wouldn't tell me things. People wouldn't because oh, I was yeah. a goody goody. Oh, people it. called me a Bible thumper, a Jesus freak, you know. Yeah. And um, Logan, my boyfriend, was living a different life than me. Oh, okay. Got <laughs> he it. was he more sports? of like the bad boy, did things. Did I? Did he play sports? Um, His freshman year. Okay. Yeah. And then he was being a little crazy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that's changed it. We are very different. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's definitely mellowed down. I think okay. I've definitely brought that out of him. <laughs> you did? You think mellow you did? Down. Well, and we're okay. just getting older. Yeah. yeah. Like, he graduated my sophomore year. He only did two years, and so he has, like, his big boy jobs, and he owns mm. a duplex, and, like, he's, Whoa. like, very, like, in the business field, and he just doesn't have his time. different priorities. To, yeah, yeah. Like, we're just getting older, and his priorities mm-hmm. have definitely changed, and yeah. we've grown a lot together, and yeah. So to all these young ladies out there mm-hmm. that are listening to the podcast today, what were some attributes in a man mm-hmm. that you were looking for that you found in your hopefully future husband? <laughs> yes. I don't want to put a jinx on this thing. Well, right, yeah, right. but I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I've always looked for is sense of humor. I think that that's really big. Yes. Okay. It's like making sure that you're aligned in that because if you can't laugh together, then like, oh, that's what's, right. what's the point? Like, you need to have fun. Or laugh at each other. He's very, yes. he's very funny. Um, I tell him that sometimes, but it gets to his head a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that he likes to get too big of a head. Yeah. That wasn't that funny. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, he's very funny and we laugh together all the time. So that's really nice because it feels like he's he's my best friend yeah and that's another thing is like making sure that that's somebody that like you feel safe like telling all of your things to and Mm. that they're going to um meet that with like compassion and then being open-minded like I have anxiety is a big part of who I am well okay unfortunately but I just I have anxiety Mm -hmm. and he doesn't himself but like he tries to understand that and Mm. he like meets me there and that's um, important yeah he's funny and he's very kind and he's also his willingness to grow I think is also huge too of like um like growing up like I mean everybody has their flaws and Mm -hmm. so knowing that like we have conversations about things all we're very we 
our communication is also really great too, wow. which I yeah. think is huge. Like in a relationship, like you should be able to talk about when things bother you. Mm. Um, if you let it build up for a really long time, then like it's going to explode and then it's going to cause a bigger issue than if you just meet it head on. And I think that like looking for somebody where you can have that communication with that open communication is really important. Yeah. And I think that that's been huge in our relationship is like something's bothering me. I'm going to tell you he's more likely to hold it in a little bit more than I am. Yeah. But I think that because I'm more open, it's led him to be more like that. And right. so communication I think is huge and so where are you at like with God like your relationship with God what like how does that our relationship um we definitely come from different places in our faiths um he has just known Jesus in a way that's different than Mm -hmm. me like I grew up going to church and then like my faith has always been like a huge part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, and he is not like fully in that place, but he's very open to learning and like, he'll even say sometimes like, let's go to church. We haven't been in a while or, um, he's very open. He's just very open to learning. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we're getting there and like trying to make it more of like a very like centered point of our relationship because, I know that in all parts of my life, nothing works unless I've had Jesus in it. Right. And so um, we have done some Bible studies. I just bought um, this book that somebody recommended, but I think it's too heavy even for me. But Mere Christianity, I tried oh, reading yeah. it. Oh, yeah, you love that, don't you? Yeah, but I would not recommend no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, tried I mean, C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. Yeah. No, for a young I tried couple reading or... the first page and I was like reading out loud. I was like, I've been wanting to read that. Too. I'm lost. Really? And so, yeah. Why? I can't remember why, but I was, did a Google <laughs> search and I wanted to read it then. I wanted yeah. to read Screw Tape Letters yes, too. Yes, that but, too. Yep. But anyways, we need to find a different. Well, you can <laughs> like the concept of the Screw Tape Letters. Uh-huh. Like if like if you like to read uh, fantasy or fiction, mm-hmm. so Frank Peretti's books. So if you ever read any Frank Peretti's, mm-hmm. so. Again, I'm going to summarize, and people are going to probably get mad because I don't do it correctly. But screw tape letters is essentially this concept of, you know, these two characters, mm-hmm. and they're trying to influence, you know, and so it's the devil, and right. you know, trying to, but trying to screw you up, mm-hmm. you know, and talking through it. Well, Frank Peretti writes books. One of them is called The Visitation, Clear and Present Danger. It talks about in a story fam- uh, realm and a fantasy realm about. Mm-hmm how the devil works and how Satan works and how it influences people. So I always say, if you want to get a, a because that's all screw tape letters. Is. Right, it's just a right. Fantasy. If you want a real Frank Peretti's books are amazing. Yeah, if you want to get Peretti. just a perspective, like it's hard to think through what's going on in the spiritual realm and yeah. how yeah. it affects your life, but, but he does right. it good. Oh, they're so good. Really? I need to do that because I, I'm very much like interested in like spiritual warfare yeah. and like yeah. very much believe that like Satan is like mm-hmm. attacking in like different ways. And I feel like I'm pretty aware of those things. It's mm-hmm. something that I feel is like a good thing about myself and that I like about myself mm-hmm. is like I'm very aware of like where I think Satan is attacking me. And so I've tried to explain these things. And since he hasn't had some of the experiences mm-hmm. I've had, he doesn't fully understand it. Mm-hmm. And so having like just reading things like yeah, that. It's the, would they're be both. Good. So Frank Peretti, Ted Decker, they both mm-hmm. write books that are on spiritual warfare mm-hmm. that 
puts it in a perspective that, see, I love to read a lot of nonfiction, but then every once in a while it's nice to get in the fantasy realm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it just allows your mind to think outside of the box. Yeah. Not everything has to make sense. Mm-hmm. And, right. And he helps put a picture to, which is important to me, mm-hmm. puts a picture to what's happening in the spiritual realm, how it's all working, working, and how it affects everyday life. Mm-hmm. So it would know? be easy for somebody that doesn't necessarily it's, understand it's it. It's good for me. I mean, because again, I don't know that our mind naturally understands the spiritual realm. Uh, yeah, I don't like think you can so. talk about it, but I don't right. know that you can really get a clear glimpse, right. even mm-hmm. on the everyday. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the books that I just read talk, was talking about how prayer covering or prayer mm-hmm. allows for in the book. It's talking about when the more that they pray, the more power that the angels get because you're in unison with them and aligned with them now. It's not completely biblical, but it's pretty much true, right? Like God tells you you to pray, tells you to ask, and Mm -hmm. that's part of the angels covering is because Mm -hmm. we're asking for it and they're battling on our behalf and the things that they do. So it does maybe over-dramatize it, but it does give you a picture. Like you should be praying for the the angels. You should be praying for these things. And it Mm -hmm. talks about how like people that like how satan tries to keep you from places mm-hmm. important to be like gives you sickness and gives you yeah. things and mm-hmm. yeah you know that that you can pray and the angels can deliver you from those things mm. and but that's a part of our participation and yeah they just put it in like this this lady was supposed to show up at a church meeting but she was sick and she was important for her to be there and mm-hmm. she prayed and that again it shows the devil making her sick and then the angels wow. getting her up and getting her to the meeting so to dramatize it but it's really true yeah like you just yes. don't yeah and for me personally i think it's a great way to teach mm-hmm. yeah. you know it allows your mind to think ways that you don't normally do yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'd love to read that even myself. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you like that kind of mm-hmm. literature. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I love reading that kind of stuff. So. Right. Yeah. Talk about, um, because we're, we're already at 24 minutes. Whoa. So, mm-hmm. so talk about some significant things in your growing up mm-hmm. that have allowed you to become the woman of God you are today. Mm-hmm. Because when you say goody, goody, yeah. I think the funny thing is, is if you talk to people that know you. Mm-hmm. I mean, even growing up, I didn't hear the goody goody. I just heard here's somebody that's really grounded in her faith and knows mm-hmm. what she wants and has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. But being through a lot, the thing that you can see inside of Grace is a very grounded young woman mm-hmm. who, even though circumstances of life challenged what that would look like, she is very grounded and has been very grounded in her life. So can yeah. you talk about some things throughout your life that maybe led you to like just some markers like this happened and Mm -hmm. it was a challenge and this happened and helped me through it Mm -hmm. can you talk about a couple of those things yeah um so when I was in third grade I think my parents got divorced that was the first time I Mm. ever like questioned God Mm -hmm. I think yeah and so my dad gave me the book heaven is for real Mm. and yeah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I read it, and that's what, like, I was like, okay, yeah, heaven is for real. So I got baptized, but, like, that didn't really, like, start my relationship with God, really. I didn't still understand what relationship was. And then my mom got remarried, and then shortly after she got remarried, she got pregnant, but then she had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And that was really heavy for, I was in sixth grade, so I was, like, 12. And, yeah. like, that's a lot for, like, anybody to process, but, like, mm-hmm. in a 12-year-old brain. Mm-hmm. And I've always had the oldest child mindset, too, where I think I have to protect everybody. Right. Slash just that's just me in general, I think. But um, so I just didn't cry about that, which is, like, crazy. If you know me, I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, I never, like, cried about it. I never processed it. Whatever. Well, then I was going to go to Union Church camp. And a week before that happened, the movie Heaven is for Real came out. Whoa. And in the movie, we went to go see it as a family. And in the movie and in the book, the little boy that goes to heaven says that he tells his mom I have a little sister because she had a miscarriage, but she never told him about it. Mm. And so he says, like, I saw this baby and she is adopted into God's kingdom, whatever. Mm. Whether this story is true or not, it's still the idea of, like, so awesome. That was like a good picture. Comfort. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so um, I went to church camp knowing these things, but I was still just kind of like not angry at God, but just like didn't have a feeling towards it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we were listening to How Great Is Our God during worship. And I don't really know how to describe it other than that's the first time I ever felt Jesus's presence. Mm. I just felt like he gave me this big hug mm. and I just started like weeping, like sobbing. And mm. it was the first time I like cried about my mom's miscarriage. And it's when I really like realized like, okay. God is real, and I'm going to really start living my life for him. Wow, and that 12 was like, years old. Yeah, that was in sixth grade. And then I say the Jesus freak thing. That was mainly like middle school because I was like, if you said a bad word, I was coming up to you and telling you. <laughs> you about it. Like, yeah. it was a bit much. Yeah, that was a good song, Jesus freak. That's a great <laughs> thing to say about somebody. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I didn't have, I had the right intention, but I wasn't very, the delivery was a little yeah. aggressive. So working on your time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and then I was doing pretty well with Jesus and like just understanding what relationship was. And then eighth grade is when Lucas passed away while we were on a mission trip up in Chicago. Mm. And like we were on a mission trip with like all of his closest friends. And that was really heavy. Mm. Um especially like being like 14, like that's a lot to process. And then for people that don't know who is Lucas, do you? Um, He was a kid in Lucas group. He was um, in my grade. Okay. So Isaac and Mm -hmm. Cade. You guys were really close. McAleese and um, Um, Johnson. Ben. Ben Johnson. Mm -hmm. So a lot of his friends. And he was at a wrestling camp and essentially overheated. Oh, wow. And they didn't get his body temperature down and he ended up dying so and we found out while we were in chicago on yeah. a missions trip oh and it was like us and all of his best friends and that was really hard yeah hillary had led a mission trip up in chicago mm-hmm. uh, and my dad was up there too and mm-hmm. so that was good on my yeah. end as i had my dad and like my dad's very good at being a comfort to everybody and so i can still remember that day of like, really isaac calling home and said but we have jeff here mm-hmm. and wow. jeff has been really yeah. good yeah that's yeah. when I realized the power in prayer is during mm. that because, like, I was praying and praying and praying. I saw my journal, and I read through it of, like, all the prayers. And, like, we were reading through the book of Daniel, I believe, mm-hmm. during that time. And so that happened. And then my freshman year is when my stepmom got arrested. And so we had had issues prior to her getting arrested of me kind of knowing what was going on. But, like, nobody would ever admit it. So I mm-hmm. was very frustrated. And, like, I held on to a lot of anger throughout that. But... A God thing that happened in that is I went to a mission, another missions trip to Memphis, Tennessee, and we were talking, we were building a roof and we were talking to the neighbors and the neighbor person pulled me aside, not knowing my story, not knowing what's going on in my life, but knowing that I I was holding on to some anger Mm. and they pulled me aside and they said, um, I don't know what's going on in your life, but remember what Jesus said on the cross when he said, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Mm. Whoever hurt you might not know who Mm. Jesus is and they might not know the hurt that they've caused you, which I think is very real for people in addiction because it, you just have blinders on and you don't, you just see 
what's in front of you and you don't recognize the um, impact of the things that you do and mm-hmm. how you impact the people around you. And she didn't know Jesus during that time. So that was definitely God speaking through that man. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, we were also at church and I was praying like, God, I don't understand this kid passed away. Now this is happening. What What are you doing? I'm so confused. And I've always felt like God talks to me through music. Mm. And it as well was playing. Mm. And as soon as I prayed that prayer, it said, far be it for me to not believe, even when my eyes can't see, mm. but this mountain that's in front of me, it will be thrown into the midst of the sea. And you might I, as well just break out into song. I yeah, know. I know. You should just start singing. <laughs> but yeah, that it's was... a great song. Yeah, it song. was so good. And then the year after that, my cousin Drake died. Wow. So it was like, years of like one thing after that yeah. and that was really hard I mean that's another kid dying and it was my cousin and it was every time somebody was passing away too it was very sudden and like unexpected yeah. and that and hit really weird. hard too yeah I mean Lucas had a wrestling thing and Drake on a UTV mm-hmm. you know, on a what he was in a UTV being driven around a pond like oh. a Polaris mm-hmm. or something and mm-hmm. it rolled into the pond and, and he was underwater for like 15 20 minutes oh my gosh yeah, things like you just don't hear happening mm-hmm. just, it was mm-hmm. so yeah crazy yeah. that happened and then the year after that I like my mental health just went and I was not okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I now know that I Finally, I went to therapy when I got to college, but I just had like all these things happening. Yeah. And on top of it, I was like battling my own things of like anxiety, depression. I have OCD as well. Like I had all these things on top of everything happening in my life. And I always like Jesus was my backbone Mm -hmm. through all of that. But it was really hard to see him when I was like, I really just do not understand what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I finally went to college and then I was fine. And then I, um, the winter has have always been really hard for me. Yeah. It just gets cold and it's Ugh. the sun, no yeah. sun. Yeah. And I fell back into my depression. And then my mom finally was like, either you see a therapist or I find one for you. Like oh, you wow. need to work through everything that's happened in your life. And like I've always relied on Jesus, but I think that like there's things too that like you need to seek like medical help too. Yeah. I think he gave people that gift to be mm-hmm. able to help you in those ways. And so if your leg is hurting or if you're sick physically, like you need to go to a doctor. If your brain's not doing well, you need to go to a doctor. So I did. And I finally like was able to work through everything. And then I started to finally see Jesus and all that as well, because my freshman year, I was just really like so alone. And there's so many things coming at me, like temptations and whatever. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, who Mm. are you? I'm so confused having an identity crisis, you know? And I realized like, we reread this uh, the story of Adam and Eve mm. in this small group I did called Delight. And I never had looked at the story the way that they like shifted my perspective, which is like God walked with Adam through the garden and like he was like his friend in that and like let him like name things and like they walked together and whatever. And so that shifted my perspective of like God felt like the super far away thing that was like, just throwing things at me and like I felt like I was just being hurt by him and like I know it wasn't him but like that's just like what the devil was telling me you know 
But then, like, that perspective shift of, like, he's not this super far away being, like, and he's not even just, like, my heavenly father, but he's also, like, my friend. And he wants to walk with me through all these things. And so I really latched on to the song Communion. I don't know if you know that song. Mm, I don't know. Um, It just says, like, take me back to the garden. It talks about, like, taking me back to the garden, like, taking me back to remembering that, like, you are my friend, Mm. even through it all. And, like, you'll walk with me. And that's where I am now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's obviously, I mean, I think it's super cool. The, I mean, a couple things that I just want to be able to highlight mm-hmm. is, is that you came to a place and I think some people are ashamed to, to get to this. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm depressed and I need yeah. help, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that you reached out, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think that's honestly, I think mental health today mm-hmm. is way more of an issue than it was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think just for random different reasons, mm-hmm. but you recognizing like I need help and then mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out. And then the whole idea of switching the perspective of like God is a friend yeah. and mm-hmm. God is somebody that you, you said it earlier in our conversation, somebody's just going to give me a hug, mm-hmm. somebody that's going to spend time with me and talk mm-hmm. to me. I think that is something we should all remember. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a distant God, but yeah. a, a loving father and a loving friend that wants to be with us all the time so right. yeah that's exciting okay yeah. so let's since we got bunches of questions yes so let's make sure we get question into those. time okay we'll start out with your dad okay so jeff diamond he has several questions he says i'm just gonna read his whole text okay. good morning friends i actually i'm not gonna read it all but he just says good morning <laughs> friends <laughs> all right what is your life verse this My is for question verse? number one life verse yes um i've always said this because i I always go back to it and remind myself I need to do this. But Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, pretty basic verse. But it's just trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Mm. Lean not on your own understanding, but on all your ways. Acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. I feel like that aligns with a lot of things that have happened in my life. Like, I don't understand, so I'm going (sighs) to lean on my trust in you. And I know that you'll make it work. Do you have that tattooed on you somewhere? I don't have a tattoo. Uh, Surprising. I've been wanting to get... um, something that goes along with the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. I, one, I want to name my daughter Eden one day, Aww. maybe. Wow. But I've also wanted to get, like, take me back to the garden or mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah. I don't have a tattoo. No. Side note, okay. who sings communion? Maverick City. I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm sure okay. I've heard it. I'm pretty sure. All right. Question number two. Can you give us something specific we can all pray for you about about as you step into your last year of college? Wow. Something we can one. pray for college. Mm-hmm. Um, Just for... Probably, I don't really know the right word for it, but like peace, I guess, during it all, because like it's a lot of big life decisions and um, like figuring out where I'm going to teach and then just like really heavy like schoolwork and stuff this semester. So just like praying for um, that my anxiety doesn't get too high, my stress levels don't get too high and that God's going to make it work no matter what. And so I don't need to figure it out. All right. And do you really turn into a mermaid when you get water on you? And I'm assuming this is like an inside (laughs) joke or a story or tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I was a weird kid. (laughs) (laughs) I've always been. uh, Yeah, I think I went through a phase where I pretended that when water when I got water on me, I turned uh-huh. into a mermaid. I mean, wow. that's reasonable. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, that doesn't actually happen. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it did when I was little. And I was going to say, if there's any question, I'm going to get a bucket. 
We're going to see right here. That's hilarious. There is a show called H2O, and me and my brother, I made him watch it with me. He might not like me saying that, but it's about mermaids. Okay. <laughs> did you ever watch Aquamarine? I didn't. No, oh, but it's, I, I think have it's it on similar. DVD. This you is ever about a mermaid? Mm-hmm. Huh? It's, it's about, about a mermaid. mermaid, yeah, and she yeah. comes to, like, real life, like, high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, this mermaid in the show, they realize one day that when they get in water they turn into mermaids wow and so i guess i just latched onto it i say i was really little but that was like middle school yeah (laughs) all right from sandy atkinson did i say her last name right atkinson yes okay first of all please share with grace how amazing the atkinson family thinks she is call out for her business she does great photos so get a family fall or holiday session scheduled mm-hmm. you have a photo business yeah i do photography yeah i have since my junior year so like five years now wow. but i did um both of the girls um their senior pictures oh i just did sam's like two weeks ago oh wow, wow. yeah yeah okay. okay now on to the questions how has god been speaking to you as a college student at ball state we'll mm-hmm. go and she has another one but we'll start with that one um i think just like um especially like Ball State, like I said, it's just like a lot of different kinds of people. Like Huntington, I feel like we're all kind of like the same, not the same, but like we all like live in kind of the same like economic status. A lot of people have the same views on life. Like we're all pretty similar in that. And then you go to Ball State and there's people from all over Mm -hmm. and just um, different cultures that they come from, different like religions, Mm -hmm. different like just like beliefs in general. And so... um, I think that I've just learned like God's been telling me like just to meet a lot of people with like love and then like an open mind as well of like trying to understand where people come from. And then like I can learn about myself and a lot about Jesus by being open minded and yeah. an environment that's very different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And her second question is, how are others, college students around you seeing Jesus in your life? And then she says, love the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I think that I talk about Jesus a lot, um, but also I think I try to meet everyone with kindness Mm -hmm. and like, I just try to live my life and like be Jesus for people, like be an example of Jesus for people around me. And I'm not great at it. I'm not going to say that. Like, I think that especially, well, and I think especially since I went to college, like I've had a lot of temptations and things like that. Um, I have gone to a lot of parties. Um, I have. um, We just knew if we talked about it long enough, it would come out. Oh, I admit it. Gosh, yes, it is a party school. Well, but wait a second. I think this is important Mm -hmm. to to think about. Yeah, it is. Because, being Jesus yeah. again, mm-hmm. the the concept or being a follower because we're right. never going to mm-hmm. be like Jesus. Right. Or how are people going to see Jesus in mm-hmm. us? It's not through our perfection, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. You know? and I think exactly. that's we're always afraid. Like, yeah. well, people are going to be like, I went to a party, so Jesus must be dead. Like, no, no, that no. turns people away even more. Like, no, yeah. hiding it. That's a weight that I've always carried is like that perfection yeah. thing, right. and like, but like, I'm also I want to be very open, and I think that like Christians, a lot of times, like people who aren't Christian view Christians as like these people that think that they're better than everybody else. And then they're always going to talk about all the good things and they're not going to own the things that they do. But like, I have 
partied. I have drank. I have done things I mm-hmm. know I'm not supposed to do. Right. And um, I love Jesus still, and Jesus still loves me. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I, I think that's how people see Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is him being real yes. and being open that we all make mistakes mm-hmm. because that's what people – that's real life. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, it's like, well, they see Jesus in me because I'm always <laughs> serving at the food pantry and I'm always, like, I always got my whole life right. And that's right. how they see Jesus. I honestly don't know that that's true. Mm-hmm. I think they see Jesus through doing life. I think yes. my roommates probably see it by when life gets too hard, I lock myself in the room and I play music, like worship <laughs> music. And so that's like my solitude time. And that's like, I always try to come back to Jesus when life gets hard. I start yeah. to walk away yeah. a little bit and then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. gotta come on back. Yep. And you're also showing them love. I mean, you just said that, and mm-hmm. that's, like, the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, from Tabby Hall. Being a mom of two teenage daughters, what, which is a high school senior, she wants advice for girls entering that college season of life. Any advice for them? I just can't believe that her girls are that old, first of all. <laughs> did you visit them or well, something? I did uh, plays at the Pulse Opera uh-huh. House, and mm. I did Annie when I was in sixth grade. You I was used to Annie. Act. Yeah, I was Annie. Yeah, I had this really fun. ugly red wig. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but her Maggie was Molly, which is like the littlest one. Like she was the youngest cast member wow. we had. And now I just cannot believe that they're in high school. Yeah. My sister's about to graduate next year. I just can't, I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. But um, going into that um, season of like going to college, it's yeah. like be prepared. I feel like everybody like romanticizes college and like makes it feel like it's going to be this like super fun, mm-hmm. exciting thing. But like you really are stepping out of your comfort zone. And yeah. like, I think like what I said, like Satan is really going to probably come for you because like you're away from your comfort mm-hmm. and you're around people who are going to be making decisions and you're going to be really tempted to make a lot of different kinds of decisions, whether it's like partying, like what I said, or so many different things and so just being aware of that and recognizing that like i know that might sound negative but like it might not be as great as everyone's made it out to be yeah so don't go into it like being scared but like also be aware of like these things are going to come for you and so you need to be strong in what Mm -hmm. you really believe but also recognize you're going to mess up probably and you're just know that you need to come back Mm -hmm. i guess yeah that's not negative well i mean it's yeah what you're saying is is what we're hoping for everybody Mm -hmm. like a like the advice I always give to parents is, is create controlled atmospheres mm-hmm. for their faith to be tested mm-hmm. before they get in uncontrolled atmospheres. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you got these kids in high school or going through high school, give them opportunities to fail, mm-hmm. right? Give them opportunities for their faith to be tested right? because it's in a very controlled environment. Like right. you're coming home to the same house. You're mm-hmm. still around a lot of the same viewpoints. It's not like yeah. going to college, right? So that then when they get to that place, we already know faith is going to be tested. Mm-hmm, I mean, right. that, that's what it says. And so giving them the tools, and this is what Grace is saying. So going into it knowing, so when testing comes, what are our tools? Yeah. Right. What are the things we use? What do we come back to? And how do we come, like James says, out on the other side with mm-hmm. a better faith? You know, yeah. because it was tested. So yeah. that's great advice. All right, Adam Shoemaker. I've got a couple for Grace. Fun fact. Grace and I worked together at Arby's back in the day. We did, yes. <laughs> All right, number one, what's something that God is teaching you in this phase of life? And I think we already talked about this. Yeah. So we got that one. All right, right, number two, who's an influential person in your life right now, and what are you learning from them? It's wow, a good that's question. A good one. I know. 
I think my dad has probably been my biggest influence when it comes. Sounds like forever your influence. Where do you yeah. go, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I mean, my dad has experienced, like, the mental health issues that I have in different ways, but similarly. And I think that he's also been through a lot. And so just seeing his faith and he's been um, an example of what I think Jesus's love would be in a lot of ways and the way that he loves other people. And yeah, I think that my dad probably inspires a lot of people, but mm-hmm. he's always inspired me. Aww. And yeah, probably my dad. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. From Ashley Dorsett. What has God done in your life that has impacted you the most? Lots of things. <laughs> I know that's a broad, intense question. Uh, what was it? The main thing he's done that's impacted me the most? Uh-huh. I don't You've said a lot of them. I know. There's just so many things. I don't know what the main one is necessarily. I think it kind of goes back to the verse that I said, like mm-hmm. the trusting part, because I've been, I have been through a lot, and so it's always make sure that you really trust me and that you're not just saying it, but that yeah. you're acting on that trust and really what are you doing that's reflecting that trust that you have for me? Like um, when life gets hard, am I going back to Jesus or am I going to Mm -hmm. other things that are going to fill whatever God shaped hole I have in my heart? Like, I don't know, probably just like trusting him is like the main thing that he's challenged me in that I've always had to fall back on is making sure that that's in check. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Tammy Dennis, what is your favorite thing to photograph or to photograph? I love doing couples, like engagements, I really? think. I don't know. I like all of them for their own reasons, but I like doing engagements and just couples in general because they can work off of one another. New and so love. you get very, um, you can get a lot of more candid shots with couples because sometimes I'll just tell them to do something and then um, you just get really cute yeah. pictures yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah, sweet. young love. Yeah, yeah. I like I like to do that. Yeah. Tammy's a photographer. That's why mm-hmm. she asked the question. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Peggy Eads. She says that she doesn't have any questions, but she loves her list of interests and hobbies. Well, perfect. All right. <laughs> Emily Miller, what kinds of books are you currently reading and what book would you recommend? See, the thing is, is um, I I do read, but I've, I've been reading a lot of like romance ones, but I don't know. The ones I read get a little... Okay, if you want to write it R. Yeah, book. don't look it up. Listen, we talk about pot or Grace Diamond's got your book. Just for lost you. your book. The idea. Emily would like it. The love part of the books is great. I mean, they're out here getting a little spicy sometimes. But like, <laughs> I just, I, one by Colleen Hoover that I really like is called Verity. I listened to it, but I really like the books where you're just trying to figure out what's happening the whole yeah. time. I like shows like that. There's a name for it, and I'll think about it when I I'm know, on my drive home. Yeah. But Cebriel, is that um, it? No. I don't know. Uh, psychological my, thriller. Is that it? Yep. That was so anyway. easy, too. Oh, my what? gosh. What's easy? The psychological thriller. Oh. Like, where you're just yes, really trying to figure yeah. out what's going on the whole time. Like, but the one where you didn't expect it happening. Yeah, this book yeah. called Verity, it does get a little spicy, so just beware if you're going <laughs> to listen to it or read it or whatever. I was listening to it at work one day, and I looked at my coworker, and I was like, you can't 
here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Because yeah, ooh. yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's about this woman that is ill. But then the whole time you're wondering, is she actually sick or is she faking it? Ooh. And yeah, I think I like those kinds of books. And the Silent Patient is like that as well. Um, but yeah, I like a lot of her books. I think that they're written well, and I like I love love. So that's why I like her series. But and she's pretty Colleen, popular. Colleen Hoover. Colleen she's Hoover. very popular right now. My boyfriend makes fun of me for reading them all the time because <laughs> of the content at times. And he's yeah. like, Ugh, "Why are you reading?" <laughs> I'm just glad you read. I'm just glad you read. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's a lost art. I get it tired is. of just looking at my phone all the time, and I need something to just distract me and like. No. I, mm-hmm like to read like before I go to bed or if I'm just trying to calm down like those things but yeah. you think reading is listening to like an audiobook as I, well right yeah at my job that I do during the summers I do a lot of like just like product um like I'm putting things together yeah and so it's very monotonous at times mm-hmm. I need to listen to something or I'll lose my marbles yeah so <laughs> I listen to podcasts or I listen to books a lot yeah, yeah. reading Jennifer mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right Chris Shell, do you have a favorite book of the bible um, why am I blanking? Because <laughs> these are a um, lot of questions. Yeah. That's why. I do, but I don't know why I'm blanking. Uh, James is good. I think it's James is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's very much telling you what you're doing wrong. Yeah, um, very practical. Very calls, very much like calls you out. Yeah. Um, Cause and effect. If you do, this is what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, yeah we've studied that. I mean, I liked the book of Daniel when we read that during our missions trip that we've done. Um, I'm not very well versed in the Bible. That is one thing that I have never been very good at is reading the Bible and feeling super connected. Yeah. It's mainly been music. If you can't tell, I've brought that yeah. up yeah. 5,000 times. Yeah. So yeah. Good. All right. Last question from Karen Bennett. And this goes to say about your trust thing with God. So mm-hmm. what is the biggest thing that you are trusting God for in your life right now? Um, everybody keeps asking me, where are you teaching? What do you want to do when you graduate? Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. <laughs> You're just trusting <laughs> yeah. God. With it. I am. Yeah. yeah. Like my student teaching, I am nervous about that and where I'm going to be and going into a new environment, stepping into another teacher's classroom and then how that's going to affect like where I want to teach. Um, but I'm just trying to put that in God's hands yeah. and I'm, and maybe it'll just fall right on my lap. And I don't know. I'm yeah. just not going to think through it as much mm-hmm. as what everybody's always asking me. Where do you want to teach? Where do you want to teach? And yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Talk to me in a year. And yeah. I'll- do you want to stay around? I guess. Yeah. Did you already answer that? I don't um, know. If you- no, I don't think but so. I think so. Me and my boyfriend have always talked about how it would be nice to live in another state or far away. But truthfully, I don't see that happening. Okay. We mm-hmm. both love our families. And especially once I have a kid, like, I don't want to be super far away. I want yeah. that support system. So I see us living like Fort Wayne. Um, he has a duplex right now in Ossian. And so I love the location of Ossian because it's right by Fort Wayne. Yep. It's by Huntington. Yeah. It's by Bluffton where he's from. So maybe like more southern Indiana. But also Fort Wayne. So yeah, around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Talk to me in a year and I'll figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, Jenny. So yes. send us off with uh, how people can get connected. Yes. So if you want to get connected and you are not on our texting group, go ahead and text podcast to 260-408-8383. That will get you into our texting group where I send out a text each week or yes, each week. And I let you know who the guest is going to be on and I give a short bio and we want you to ask 
questions back using the bio that I give. And we just want you to be involved. But also throughout the week, you can text questions, comments, concerns. Uh, if you know somebody that's going to be on the podcast, send a shout out. If you want to be on the podcast as well, we would like to have you. <laughs> yeah. And so again, remember when Jenny puts it out, like, share, uh, we'd love to get this uh, Grace's story mm -hmm. out to everybody. And, mm -hmm. and again, uh, for everybody that's not maybe on our feed, you know, go out and share by sharing it and make yeah. sure it gets on everybody else's feed and, uh, and give us feedback, you know, and love for you to give feedback once it goes out there. If you see Grace, you know, make sure you come up and say hi. Yes. Um, again, great young woman mm -hmm. excited it'd be exciting for us to continue to watch your journey and mm -hmm. what god's going to do in your life and as you trust and you see some of those prayers come out so grace thanks for yeah. joining us we loved Thank having you. you on here and again thanks everybody for joining us and we'll see you guys next week bye